This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Good morning, video games. Welcome to Filthy Casuals, a podcast about video games hosted by three very kind and extremely knowledgeable boys. Thank you for joining us. My name is Tommy Dasselow and with me as always... Hello, filthy animals. It's Ben Vanell here, rounding out the trio on the other side of the table today. What's up, dickheads? <laughs> I'm not doing it. Ever do a catchphrase. Catchphrases <laughs> are for fucking losers. Imagine saying something similar to what's up, dickheads. Hey, <laughs> imagine that. Also, we did the levels just before the show and you said, I'll be talking at this volume. <laughs> and then as soon as you started talking, it was at least three times as loud as that little test. But, uh, you know, I'm working the ones and twos. I'm happy to be kept on my feet. A calculated move. Sun Tzu says, Mm. war is all deception. Something like that. Fuck that guy. (laughs) (laughs) I beat him in a fight. Imagine beating Sun Tzu in a fight. Just punching him square in the nose. Well, he always retreats, so you'd probably miss... And you oh, look like a true. fool. And he'd already know that you were going to do that. Yeah. Know thy enemy. Mm-hmm. It's like, motherfucker, he was Chinese. He didn't say thy. Maybe he didn't even say know thy enemy. Yeah. It's well, pronounced Thai. <laughs> <laughs> um, we should uh, hype this up. This weekend we are at PAX yeah. on Sunday afternoon, 5 p.m. in the Ibis Theatre. We're doing a, a live Filthy Casuals uh, wrap-up of the stuff we've seen on the show floor yeah. and everything like that. We're going to have two very special guests <laughs> very special. joining us, fan favourites, so yes. that's exciting. Um, yeah, come down. It'll. I think, yeah, we, we, we basically are the last thing that's on there. Mm. So, uh, yeah, just looking forward to competing with the sounds of the fucking janitors coming past <laughs> with the carpet cleaners, <laughs> yep. um, mopping up all the, you know, all the all the res- popcorn residue and just <laughs> rot that's been <laughs> it's left. Not, it's I've not all, a movie theatre. people theater. walking around eating popcorn all day? I guess so. I, I've g- always... I guarantee you'll see at least one person eating popcorn all right. in packs. I, I, I'll, let's make that a bet. Okay. <laughs> we'll settle it live on stage <laughs> at 5pm on uh, Sunday. All right. I'm bringing popcorn. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> I've always wanted to be... Uh, like after a show late enough mm. that that big mustache janitor is there like, why are you still doing here? Show's yeah. over. Yeah. yeah, like after the credits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you mean you're still in there or you, you I'm the guy up. sitting there when he's brushing. He's like, well, well, I ain't nothing to see here no more. Ah, right. I'm just a simple old janitor. And then he tells me an even more interesting story. Yes. Interesting. I thought you meant it's like your, it's like your son's uh, school play. Sun, this is your last chance. Your Sun Tzu's school <laughs> yeah, play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yes. hate that guy. <laughs> and it's like if you miss th- this is your last straw. You're the family uh, yeah. man. If you look, if this if you miss this, you're out. 
and then something happens, you're stuck in traffic. Yes. And you think you a might big, still a big business deal has yes. to go down. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You think you might still have made it and you walk into the auditorium and it's empty. Yeah. And there, and there's the moustache guy just <laughs> And you walk into the auditorium and there you see the guy sweeping and you're like, Oh fuck, I missed it. Turn around and walk out. That guy's just an actor. It was the beginning of the play. That's yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. And my son saw me walk out of his play <laughs> straight away. Oh. But you know, that is like a cliche of like old I think it's I feel genuine. like sitcoms and stuff of mm. people like yeah, racing yeah. against the clock and thinking they're on time. It's the janitor and the ja- they get in and it's empty and the janitor's there cleaning up. It's like now, how did you, when you push the door into the auditorium, <laughs> think that you might have just made it? Like that's the difference between that's four hours late. <laughs> that's not I, I just missed it. Maybe, they, maybe some of the performers had sticky feet. There's the janitor no doesn't start cleaning immediately after the show's over yes. as well. They don't go like, all right, everybody out. Yes. Yeah. Greg's on his way yes. and he is punctual. <laughs> uh, but yeah, well, looks like it's happened again. The world's least security focused janitor is <laughs> messed up. <laughs> and in you come, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but also Friday night. Don't do, don't miss the the Friday panel as well. And if you can't come to Pax, tell a friend to come. We want to yeah. fill out that theatre. Yeah, yeah. No, but I mean, we're, so we're doing Sunday, and, we're, you're, and, and Friday night you're doing stand up. Yeah, 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 yeah. But don't worry about that. That's not my thing. But no, do worry. Come to that. <laughs> but, They're not in competition with each other. <laughs> yeah, they people can be go to both. Apart. Probably heaps of people will go to both. Yeah. Hey, I would love that if you came to both. But if you have to pick one, <laughs> come it's, to the Sunday. It's you and it's friends of the show, Michael Hing, uh, yeah. Ben Russell. Bunch of and other then people. Uh, friends of us like Luca Muller mm. and uh, I don't know some other people. Some other yeah, people. I'm not sure who's on. People, I don't know. Yeah, it'll be fun though. It's always, it's been good the last couple of years. I've yep. done it. I'm going to write some stuff for that tomorrow. Are you getting streamed <laughs> on Twitch again this year? I don't think so. I don't know though. Uh, so I we we were wondering <laughs> if our show was going to be streamed. Yeah, and I uh, I made sure to check that it wasn't. Uh, what I did find out though is that all of the three I think major theaters. Are uh, streamed. Yes, and there was Unless the first you year them not to. But then the second year, Hing asked for them not to. Right. Okay. Where, as the first year, his uh, response to finding that out was to wait until afterwards and then tell us. Yeah. <laughs> After <laughs> you all found out via people telling you awful things that had been said about you. Not me you. specifically, no, but true. some of the people who were on. Some friends true. of ours, like yeah, mm. very comedy, like. Friends messaging to go, hey, do you know you're getting a lot of shit on Twitch? Mm. Oh, thanks for the heads <laughs> yeah. up. Yeah. It's, it's that thing of like, I guarantee this is the first time you've ever looked at Twitch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I don't know how you've done it, but you smelled like a bloodhound that <laughs> yeah. there was yeah. shit talking going on. And especially yeah. when, by all accounts, the gig was great. Yeah. So you've done the gig and you've killed and you're feeling really good and it's like, it's not what I heard. Yeah. yeah. No, I did great in the comments, but nothing but lovely. Great. <laughs> so wait, we we are getting streamed or we're not getting we're streamed? Not. No, we're not. Okay, that's we're we're, we're, So you had to ask for us to not be streamed. No, no, no. Oh, okay. We're in one of the theaters, smallest yeah. theaters that no one cares that about. No one cares we're about. not getting streamed in the same way that you can't film in a toilet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, can't you? <laughs> so we're in, that's one of the small. That's like a two hundred and fifty seat theater. Yeah, Jesus yeah. Christ, it's a yeah. big, it's a big, it's a big place. The convention. What do you? What is it called? Yeah, it's a convention. Yeah, convention oh, yeah. center. Yeah, makes me less interested. <laughs> <laughs> Call uh, it off. I'm I don't like f- convention, man. I'm unconventional. I've got purple shoes on. Who cares? I'm going to be there. Not really. They're black. <laughs> yeah, they're black. You're wearing the most conventional outfit <laughs> ever seen to man. Nobody needs to know that. <laughs> I'm going to be there on uh, Friday. Working the floor. More like Friday. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, bit of poets. Day, you know? yeah. Piss off early tomorrow's Saturday. Mm. You know, just waiting for that. Um, just waiting for that bell to go off at five pm. 
knock the top off a few cold ones. That's how work is, yeah. Like, yeah, I don't know. I've worked in an office for ages. <laughs> yeah, they have know. bells still. <laughs> it's actually a big steam whistle. <laughs> yeah, right. Yes. This is my job right now. Mm. We're all at work right now. We make money from this. Yeah, that's this true. This is work. Yeah. yeah. I'm pulling a double today. <laughs> um, I'll cool. be there on Friday too, I think. Y- yeah. But yeah, mainly we'll be there on the Sunday at 5pm. Send your friends along. Mm. Yep. Fill out that theatre. We only need 250 people. Yes. If we can't find 250 people in a city of 5 million, yep. then that'd be normal when, because yeah. not everything fills out. That's no. true. Yeah. That's true. Um, but yeah, that's going uh, yeah, to be a fun weekend. Uh, what else have we got? We got, uh, oh, Bandcamp? Yes. Is there a new Bandcamp out Yeah, that now? should be up by now cool. by the time you're hearing this. Yep. Uh, the history of Flash Games. Yeah. Uh, browser Games, Flash Games, New Grounds. My, I forgot it last week as well. Mini, mini Clips. Mini clips. <laughs> just one P, no S at the end. Mini, mini Clip. Mini Clip. Oh, really? It was just Mini Clip, yeah. So just the one clip on this site. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what yeah. was it of? Just a Mini, a Volkswagen Mini. <laughs> Just doing a donut. Is it, are they Volkswagens or is that a Beetle? No, What's a, a Mini? Mini. Mini it's Cooper. Oh, mini. yeah, Mini Cooper. Yeah. Right. Yeah, right. Right. Yeah. Well, anyway, whatever. Uh, it's good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it's part one. And then if you if you buy that one and it's only a dollar or whatever you want to pay, mm-hmm. uh, then we'll send you the second half for free, which will be us looking at your suggestions of Flash games and stuff and talking about your memories of yeah, them. Yeah, following the up on the ones that are... The, the people who listen enjoyed. Yeah, so it's like a the, pretty much regular length first half. Yep. And then we're going to do a whole second half as well for free. We sort of realised, yeah, towards the end of recording it, that there's no real history of Flash games that we could, like, research. Yeah. Like, it, there was stuff that we remembered, stuff that we could find, but, like, the the history of Flash games is so ephemeral, we kind of got to rely on you guys. Yeah, it actually we're is, building it. Yeah. It actually is weirdly pretty... I thought it would be pretty easy to find... Cobble together some research mm. from like a few different articles, like because I I would think it's long enough has passed that it would be a topic of interest for people. Yeah, but yeah, it's it's really really hard to find like a concise like oh Newgrounds launched and then this happened and then this happened. Yeah, yeah. All the histories I found were just about the fucking development of the software. For whatever oh, reason, mm. nobody wanted to write down their specific experiences with how they consumed hentai. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why they haven't written that down and published it. Where's the cultural impact of killing Britney Spears mm. on? Kot- Taku, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I want an oral history of Frog in a Blender. <laughs> That's what I want. <laughs> um, speaking of Kotaku, they did an a, uh, article during the week following mm. up on something that we were talking about last week and they did cite us as the inspiration. <laughs> Our conversation last week about yeah. Red Dead Redemption 2. and There uh, hasn't been a lot of talk about that game before we started sort of getting it into the mainstream well, it's culture. Sort of it's like real a, grassroots uh, marketing from us. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's, well, it's like a spotlight situation where we did the hard reporting <laughs> and broke the story. It's like we consider ourselves all to be sort of modern day cowboys. And so we saw this game kind of come along and we're like, you know what, that reminds us a lot of us. And it seems like a lot of other people out there might enjoy this game too. So let's give it the old filthy casual signal boost and try and get it out there. They've done it and they – so I haven't read this article. Neither have I. scrolled (laughs) to see what the length of it was and went, it's never going to (laughs) happen. Never. (laughs) I thought – I saw the the length and I went, I'm going to do it. And then I got – Two paragraphs in and went, it's not happening. (laughs) This ain't it, Chief. (laughs) I I did have a look at some comments that summarised it. Sure. And we can act as that now because you did read it, Ben. I read most of it, yes. So it's like 80 people-ish, both anonymous and... What's the opposite of anonymous? Uh, Onimous. (laughs) (laughs) Known? Yeah, sure. Name... 
letting you know of yes. people. That's got to be it. <laughs> <laughs> and they. Uh, what if we talking... created a new term on this podcast? That'd okay. be cool. Well, name name. What was it? Name known of. They no, know I'm not. I'm not happy with that. Just make up a new word. Okay. Uh, and attribute it to you. What about just anonymous? No, because a anonymous is like the opposite of anonymous. Mm. Like typical is the opposite of atypical. I want to go non anonymous. <laughs> there we <laughs> okay. go. And that then works. afterwards you got to go non anonymous. Ba 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 da da. That's what it has to be. Okay. Um, th- it's like eighty people talking to this person about their experiences of working at Rockstar, specifically relating to the crunch stuff we were talking about last so week. So yeah. yeah, off the back of that article that was like, hey, you know, they've been uh, working around the clock, hundred hour weeks. Kotaku then t- kind of followed up on it, mm. and Rockstars. Uh, HR department was letting their employees talk to Kotaku. Yeah, and but, but a lot well, of them still wanted to stay anonymous. Like they still didn't want to be named, even yeah. though they were allowed to through their work. Yeah, yeah, and they also apparently they allowed the employees to tweet about it if they wanted to. Yeah, like they basically were just like our social media. Uh, pro, uh, what, what's the word for that? Anonymous. Yes, thank <laughs> you. Um, program whatever. Like yeah, restricts you. Otherwise, from just yeah. talking openly about games development. Like, obviously, that makes sense. Yeah. But they were like, no, you can talk about it if you want. It, it came, it, for whatever reason, maybe this is just me being cynical, but it came across as me not as much as like, oh, no, you can talk to people if you want for a while because, you know, we get it. And we're like, go on, tell them. It yeah. does seem a little, and the fact that a lot of people still didn't, you know, didn't want to be named by Kotaku, mm. even though they were allowed to, for it both felt reasons. like they felt like it was entrapment. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. Either because they were being negative about it and they were worried, or because they were being positive about it and they were worried that people would think that they were doing it just to lick ass. To yes. brown nose, yes. yeah, totally. Yes. Yeah. Lick ass, I think, <laughs> is the modern term right. for it. <laughs> hey, it's 2018, we lick ass. <laughs> I mean, brown nosing, that implies I've got my nose in there. And yeah. you know, if I've, got, if I've already got my nose in there... <laughs> yeah. Why not get the tongue involved? It's a short trip. I mean, fuck, I'm down the shops. I'm getting a week's worth of groceries. <laughs> so what, 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 tell us about it. I mean, broadly speaking, the people who did say they were overworked said they, no one was working 100-hour weeks. So that clarification that I think Dan Hauser made, that it was specifically the senior writing team, I think holds up. People were like, we worked, we did work 60-hour weeks. Those are fucking long weeks. Yep. Yeah. But not um, uncommon though in any job. In any yeah. job. Like yeah. the 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 glaring thing for me when I was reading it was like this is what I do with my job. Mm. And I don't make yeah. uh, like globally successful video games. Yeah. Like I, I like my job but yeah, yeah. I, I did not find it surprising at all to read the details. Yeah, I thought that too because, because yeah, especially with doing comedy and stuff where your hours are very fluid and you're not going into an office mm. and, and enjoying what I do mm. but going like, yeah, I frequently have days where I'm, I'm working on a live show all day and then we do this and then mm. I go off and do a gig and it's yeah. like, a, it's just a full on day. And yeah. it's like, I'm not... I'm not obviously. I think it would be a lot worse if you're chained to a desk, but yeah. but I do think it speaks to the mentality that like a ton of jobs have in Which this absolutely. era. Of, like, I think you have to be working around the clock to have success because that's just what yeah. we're all bred to believe. Like that's what it takes. That's what you got to put in exactly. Absolutely. And I think that that is the thing that people responded to more than Rockstar specifically is mm. that being just a fucking shit concept in itself. Yes. Yeah, yes. that yeah. that is it is so common and it is so expected of you. And more and more and more as time goes on, mm-hmm. like the forty hour work week is 
gone. Yes. That idea yeah. is disintegrated yeah. and that like five days a week thing is even gone. Yeah. So and I think people are just getting to the point where they're like, wait a minute, we've spent ages marching around to try and get this. Yeah. And yeah. Now it's I'm like well, people going like, oh I, oh, I don't have any time to see my family. And I'm like, in my life, I'm like, I don't think I'm ever going to have a family. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, I think it's just me for I'm the rest of my life. I'm working 60-hour weeks out of the nuclear power plant. <laughs> <laughs> but that, that thing of like, yeah, you get to work an hour early, you leave an hour late, you don't really have a lunch break. Like, that's about a nine-hour day there yeah. for most people in the world. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah that was I, the thing that really stuck out to me from that article. Yeah. Yeah. And, I yeah, it's, I think that less than Rockstar being an ab- aberration and some kind of bizarre, like, uh, overworking their mm. people, mm. It everywhere is overworking people. Yeah. yeah. Like to an unnecessary degree, where you see so often these things of like, if you work people less, if we introduced a four hour, uh, four day work week, yeah, productivity goes up. Yep. It is literally just a better case. Yep. Yeah, you tell them, Tyler Durden. Let's blow up the banks, <laughs> dude. All I'm saying <laughs> is that you don't get to take it with you when you die. <laughs> you know, what you do get to take with you when you die. What? Every other one of these motherfuckers. <laughs> Gonna... <laughs> the one views of, the of best... Animox do not reflect the views of this podcast. Yes, they do. <laughs> Deep <laughs> down, they do. One of the best things about the intro of the article is where they're saying, like... Um... <laughs> the only part of it you had as well. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. If we could just go back, actually. <laughs> yeah, to, yeah, uh, back let's, to... do, let's analyse that first sentence. Yeah, At least that uh, is my wheelhouse. Once upon a time. <laughs> At least I know my limits. <laughs> <laughs> but they were the big thing in the setup of it was uh, there's, a, there's several things that we've not included in this that people mm-hmm. mention to us about breakdowns of their mental health and their family life and their social life uh, because yeah. they were too specific and it would you know Ide- it would it would make it too easy them, to identify yeah, the right, person yeah. which i mean that speaks volumes just there of like and they and they kind of keep coming back to it they're like mm. and believe us folks it's juicy stuff <laughs> yeah. like they really fixate on it for a whole paragraph yeah which, again, is not unique at all to no. the video games industry or to Rockstar. That's people in the world yeah. currently. Like uh, the, the, the yeah. fact that like the big you know, like breakout quotes are like, um, I felt pressured to work extra time. No one said anything, but I just knew it was expected. It's like, yeah. welcome to having a job, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. you got to make a, amazing video games. Right, so. but it's also it's shit that it, it shouldn't be anywhere. Yeah, yeah. People fucking dying of stomach ulcers is dumb. Yeah, yeah, yeah bad stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um. Anyway, that's out there if you want to, you know, have a read. It's out there. I can't be fucked, but, you know, <laughs> go look it up. Hey. Summarise it for us even better than we just did. <laughs> uh, I think I got it by talking about it. I think <laughs> yeah, yeah, I figure yeah. it out now. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> I think we've provided a better version of it. Absolutely. <laughs> I reckon I, that's how I figure uh, that most of the books I've read, <laughs> yes. quotes... I've figured it out. Oh, Just what it's about. Give me any book and I'll tell you what it is. Uh, Lord of the Rings. Some guy, <laughs> he's hanging around uh, like a jewelry shop yep. and he's like, one day I'm going to be king of this jewelry. Yep. And he doesn't quite make it to king, no. but he becomes a lord. He, yes, he's the lord of the jewels. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. That's what it's about. Right? I don't need to read it now. Yeah. I reckon <laughs> I finish maybe one in every six books that I start. Really, I got a pile of that's shame. A, that is a low. That's a, a low, low strike rate. Extremely low. Yeah. I've got a big old pile of shame <laughs> on the bookshelf. We should do a podcast about video game books at one point. Oh yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah, you ever read there, one? Though? 
There, there's fucking millions of them. About, yeah. But what do you mean? It, b- books that are about <laughs> video games or books that are based on... Based on video games. Ba- okay, or, right. or about. And mm. it, but maybe that's like a band camp thing we could do one yeah. day. And yep. I'm saying it aloud because I want to do it and now backed you both into a corner. <laughs> no, that's cool. I've uh, read... I, back in the day when I was like, I don't know, 14, 15. Hell oh, yeah. I'm going to say 13. I read some... War- <laughs> uh, I wasn't that age, but I just want to say it. The <laughs> no, word feels so nice. They read to me of like he realised how embarrassing what he's about to say <laughs> yeah. is for a 15-year-old because those two years, that's a leap that you take in terms of maturity. So he's quickly downgraded himself. I was still in utero and I uh, was reading a spot book. <laughs> Look, I don't want to say you're right, but you're not wrong. Uh, I read Warhammer 40K books. Okay, right. it yeah, all yeah. makes sense now. Yeah. yeah. That, yeah. Uh, yeah, all that sort like most of them are so badly written, mm. but and they're funny. Yeah, yeah. I, I believe. Yeah. They're like the idea of some poor fucking writer having to sit down and be like, Oh wow, I gotta write a book about Doom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well there's a bunch of Halo ones, right? Yeah, there's a million Halo ones. Yeah. I had the Doom book when I was a kid. Really? I, I, okay, I didn't read of course there was there a was Doom. There was a Doom book. novelization. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Yeah. Bang said the gun. <laughs> <laughs> Have I ever said on this that I had a novelization of the of the um, first Ace Ventura movie when I was a kid? Oh. Well, I don't know why you would have said it on this. But <laughs> no, no, you I haven't. I feel like I've to, anyway. I think you told me, yeah. Right, it, and it was uh, it was made it was intended for children, right. but so the because the end of that film is like the guy's know, got a uh, well, the guy the, the, yeah the, the lady the, the, has the nineteen ninety four yeah the nineteen ninety four extremely unwoke <laughs> yeah. approach yeah. to being trans or having a sex change as it used to be yes. known yeah. um, where he like discovers that she's got a penis that is so that obviously cannot be in a book that's for children yeah uh, and so it I can't remember what it was but it just like got some weird. It's like, oh, and then, anyway, then she was like, yes, I was the bad guy all along. Bye. <laughs> like, just kind of gloss it and yeah. reading it and having seen the film and not even really understanding what the end of the film was mm. at that age. Like, yeah. wait, what? Yeah, so were you, th- reading the were you book 13 and- or 15? <laughs> <laughs> I was 28. And, like, so reading over the book and being like, Okay, so did I just get some weird version of the film on VHS? Yeah, that's got, right. Is this what it, the ending was meant to be? Because mm-hmm. it was written after the... Yeah, anyway, that's a big recommendation. That's uh, <laughs> that's Tommy's Book Club, the novelisation yes. of Ace Ventura. Cool. Check it out, folks. Nice. Um, Walden by Henry David Thoreau. It's a great book. My recommendation? That is definitely a book that would be found in the bag of a serial killer. <laughs> <laughs> that is from a tweet that I did about myself when I bought that book. Is it really? Yeah. Oh, fuck. Because uh, I agree with that tweet then. Because that is a tweet about a man who goes and lives in the woods and yep. everything's better without people. Oh, not without people, it, but without the economy. It is people. He, pe- the, the, the economy is people. Oh. As an economist. All right, Tyler Durden. <laughs> just <laughs> burn him. Burn him. That's what he says, right? Yeah, yeah. He I've says never read the book. <laughs> uh, I'm going to give another another book shout out. Uh, okay. I talked about it a while ago in here, but the um, there's a there's a graphic novel history of Tetris. Oh by yes, a guy called Box Brown. That's really really good. We can talk about that on the the episode yeah. that we do about books. Yeah, let's just pick a book. Let's just do a band camp where we pick a book and we just read it. <laughs> On the band camp, one word at a time. All like right. that improv game. Let's create pirated audio books. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, a book commentary. I don't mind that. That's not a bad second income stream <laughs> The audio for book us. commentary would be the worst thing. <laughs> so I'm just going like, and then Bilbo Baggins walked towards it. Well, actually, what I was thinking, what yeah. I, I think he actually, uh, he kind of, he coughed a little bit there. I was funny. What, you guys pick up on that? <laughs> but they do, there's stuff on Spotify and stuff where you can listen to bands commentating their albums. 
And I've tried to listen to a couple thinking like, (laughs) oh, this would be interesting. I really like this song. Mm. I know the song pretty well. I'd be Mm. interested to hear what these guys have to say about it. And then within 10 seconds in, I'm like, shut the fuck up and let me listen to the song. (laughs) (laughs) Or turn the song off and just talk to me. Yeah, yeah, just record three minutes about what the song means to you. Someone's job should be to transcribe what they say as well. And just play it in text over the, you know, those That's little cool. like yeah, the, the little, videos, oh, yeah, yeah, rap genius or whatever. That's mm. my job. No one take it. I'm going to do that. No, that's not a job. What am I saying? <laughs> also, it is a you job. It. <laughs> it is a job, but not if I just do it. Oh, sure. <laughs> if I just do it and put it on YouTube, that isn't a job. I'm just so used to working overtime for free <laughs> that I don't even know anymore. Well, speaking of uh, working overtime to get something out, and uh, you know, working overtime in the pursuit of it being the best product that it can possibly be. Uh, Bethesda put out a tweet mm. this week. Um, should I read the whole thing? It's like a letter that they've posted on there. Yeah, Twitter. you read it out and then we'll commentate it. <laughs> <laughs> read it God. in the style of someone who is like trying to win back their divorced wife, the, the wife who's mm-hmm. divorced, because that is kind of how it reads. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's so desperate and sad. Yeah. It's so long. They just found out they're cheating and they're like, all right, please listen <laughs> to me. I know that... <laughs> I'm not like content complete, but I could change. I will change. I will I've change. Got, I've got some bugs, but we can work them out together. Yeah. I, you, you, I want your input. What do you want to play at this? Okay, I'll skim through it. Uh, as a development studio, we've taken a lot of journeys. Great start. Like <laughs> really. Um, we've tried not to repeat ourselves, yet all our games have a similar DNA. In 2015, we decided to try something very new and very scary for us. Take one of our worlds and make it online only. Once the idea of Fallout online survival games stuck, there was no turning back, but still some worrying questions. Will people want this from Fallout? No. Will they want it from us? No. How the hell are we going to make this? You won't be able to. And what exactly is this? Still don't know. Some lame thing. Nobody has any idea. So already it's it's a huge guilt trip on you, the reader. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the the, the, the onus is squarely on you, the game buying public. We're successful and we work hard and, boy, this is a a real gamble. It's a risky thing. This brave thing that I love, (laughs) you wouldn't take the piss out of that, (laughs) would you? Since that time, we've grown to four studios across North America and built a game world four times the size of our last. We developed all new technologies and services while bending older technology to do things we didn't think it could. That's not a good sign. Yeah, come up with something new. (laughs) The rope we used (laughs) is about to snap. (laughs) The house is great because it used to be a shed. Yeah. And then I made it, just turned it into a house. Yeah, fuck. We pushed ourselves in new ways that surprised even us. Our worlds, whether it be Fallout, Elder Scrolls or the coming Starfield, are important places to us. You don't get to use that one that you've only told people what the name is as well. It's like, <laughs> yeah. and our Starfield fans yeah. out there. Which like, you can't judge how bad or good it is yet. <laughs> <laughs> it's ridiculous. We do everything we can to treat them with care, such as releasing them again and again and again yeah. <laughs> on every console, uh, yes. thereby diluting the <laughs> yeah. appeal and uh, special nature of the game. Oof. We know they mean just as much to you. That the time you spend in them is important and you want each time you experience one to be special and all it can be. And that with Fallout 76, you two are left wondering, wondering what exactly is this? <laughs> that, like, yeah, the fact that they know they've, that people are like, this thing seems as though it's nothing. Yeah. Yeah. That's, there's something that you might say after stepping in an unidentifiable mess. Yeah. What yeah. exactly is this? I think this could be, re- this should have said, and that with Fallout 76, 76. You say you, 76. Hell yeah. With Fallout 76, you two are left saying, uh? <laughs> It's kind of what they're getting at. And the answer Do they go they, on to describe what it exactly is? Well, let's... 
I, hope, I can only assume. Yeah. They've introduced this question <laughs> twice now. Yes. Because if they end this without describing exactly what it is. Mm. And the answer to that question, oh. more than any game we've made is, that's up to you. What do you mean? What do you mean it's up to me? I didn't make the game. Is what that, do you mean does, it's up to me? Does it mean it's my fault if I don't like it? Like I can use a disc as a coaster or a frisbee <laughs> or... With our beta starting tomorrow, it's finally time for Fallout 76 to begin its real journey. So is that t- basically t- That's like today, now? I yeah. think so, yeah. yeah. Now. Um, because it's all, it's all of you who will truly bring life to the world. Usually after years of development, we finally finish, release the game and take a break. With 76, we feel we have not finished, but reached a starting line where all new work begins. We all know at the scale of our games and the systems we let you use that unforeseen bugs and issues always come up. Given that what we're doing with 76, we know we're opening everyone up to all new spectacular issues none of us have encountered. Such as having an empty Fallout game. (laughs) (laughs) Some we're we're aware of, such as areas where performance needs to improve with lots of players. Others we surely don't. We need your help finding them and advice on what's important to fix. We'll address all of it now and after launch. We can't thank all of you enough for your support over the years and your support while we try something very new. It's incredibly exciting to finally jump into the world of Fallout and experience it together with you. This is just the start. We can't wait to see you out there. Yep. I think you're going to have to be waiting a fair while to see us out there. So that thing of like, usually we release a game and then that's it. I mean, that's not true. They no. release buggy as fuck games constantly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah. It, like the problem that I definitely have and that it seems is echoed by a lot of people is that most people are like, this game doesn't look fun because it doesn't look like there's anything to do. But I think also if like World of Warcraft had never existed – or like this would be a fair statement. Like we're yeah. inventing this whole brand new right. game. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. There's examples of this exact kind of game that have existed there's for a, a decade yeah. plus. There's a blueprint to follow. Mm. Yeah, totally. Yeah, it is. It is interesting. I mean, I I would wonder anyone who's like a massive Bethesda fan and a, and you know happy happy to kind of write out whatever they do mm. has been really looking forward to this. Does something like this, you know, make you feel? You know, better. Like, do you kind of go, "Oh yeah, fair's fair's mm. fair." Like, I mean, so I read this and I go, "What a fucking crock of shit!" But sure. I mean, if Nintendo tried something like this on, I'd probably forgive it because right. I, I love that company. I love all their output, and I'm like, yeah. oh, I'm happy to see what they're gonna do. Sure, I, I want them to achieve their ambition. Yeah. yeah, but I want them to achieve their their ambition at less than the full price of a game. Mm. Sure, and like achieve it during the development of that game. And like, like the, for them, their risk and reward is like the risk is it's a buggy game and people complain. The reward is like they achieve this kind of like. GTA Online money spinning, you know, massively multiplayer game. Right. And and, and make a shit ton of money. (laughs) Right. So that's the, yeah, exactly. So that's it. It's like, these aren't my friends. This is like commerce. Like, totally. Yeah. And I don't know, because I think this, it it, kind of seems like it's it's an interesting and potentially pretty bad step in the direction of the way things have been heading for a few years where games Mm. routinely come out. Without being a full experience, you know, we've seen it a lot over the last couple of years of like modes being added later on. Yeah. But those, I mean, even though those games are launching a bit empty and stuff is being added over time, at least what's there when it launches works. Sure. You might still be wanting in a lot of areas of content, but I mean, you buy it and you are going to get it over time and you could argue, well, is that a bit of a crock to spend the money on it? without all the content being there, mm. but at least it works. This new precedent of just as long as you say, yeah, it's probably going to fuck up and not really work, but, you know, we'll get around to it. Yeah. That does start a new precedent of like, 
oh, is this okay now? Did on your you way to that fucking empty area we've made with just enemies that we've copy-pasted in there and nothing to <laughs> actually do like in any of the other games that we've made <laughs> or that are of this type. <laughs> sure. When you on your way there, yeah. it might fuck up as well. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. might lose your save or something. It, like that's it, it. It seems like a fuck pit. <laughs> but that's so that's that's the interesting question. I'd be interested to hear from the listeners. Does that level of transparency and mm. a company putting up a, a letter like that that is, you know, yeah, they're kind of copying to a lot of no, things. No, but they're not. They're, that's the. It's not that level of transparency yet. Yeah, because they're but like. It's, I, so they're like going, the hey, level, look like, in the cupboard. And they're just opening it really quickly and going like, okay, well, you got to see in the cupboard. What they're being transparent about is the fact that the game will have bugs. Yeah. Which yes. is not a good thing. <laughs> for, for sure. But does that I'm, – I'm interested from the listeners – does that work on you? Do you mm, hear that? Mm. And you know, if you're excited for the game, has that made you go fuck this, or has it made you sort of go, oh look, you know, that's cool. That's cool that they at least gave us a heads up. Mm. And you know, sure, it's going to be a bummer when you hit those points, but you know, I think they're trying to appeal to sort of this thing of like, hey, come on, guys, you know, you're you're part of the team yeah. now. Like, let us know. Yeah. Does that work on you? Does do, do you feel? Mm. Does that make you feel more invested in this thing if you're getting in on the ground floor of it and that you kind of have a say and you can dictate it being fixed? But or... I just don't believe that anyone does. Mm. Like maybe if that were true, but this just doesn't read as honest yeah. at all. Like I, this game will respond in some slight way to what people want because some people will say, I want the enemies in this area to be a slightly higher level and they'll go, we've listened to the fans. Yeah, yeah. sure. And then some people go like, I want to person to be in this with dialogue that's written for them mm. like the game that we everyone wanted yeah, 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 yeah. like ah, there's a couple bugs still we've got to fix the bugs i don't understand the timing as well the beta is starting yeah that's where there are going to be bugs i mean it's a demo the beta means demo now right basically yeah. so yeah. i this but even so like if it was still fucked for the actual launch mm. s- say that or delay it. I don't get that. Yeah, like, but it, but you, but you are right, Adam. Like the yeah, the beta is the demo, and this era of like, well, it's gonna you know if it's completely fucked, yeah, it's gonna be the, that. And yeah, that is the other thing about this kind of level of like trying to sound like your friends and whatever. Mm. It it is just a PR move. It's yeah. like trying to yeah. counteract stuff on Reddit, videos going around. Look at how many fucking glitches and bugs and empty yeah. areas and shit there are. Well, and I'm sure a lot of people there mean it too, but also like. Uh, so fucking what? Yeah, yeah. Like every if every everyone would rather do that with their game. You totally sure. sell a million copies of it, despite whatever the fuck's wrong with it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like it's just not the deal. Yeah, though you've got to re- release. Pe- it, people need it to be up to a certain standard to release it. Otherwise, you're going to have two years of people waiting for fucking your game of the year fake game of the year award mm, yeah. special edition with all the actual fixed stuff in it. But then that will never get made because there weren't the people initially. So you're like, well, we listen to the fans. You don't want it. Yeah. We never had the money to fix it. It's I like I Imagine can't see this going to good. Reading way. it, if you're one of those people who was putting in insane hours on Red Dead Redemption two because they had mm. they'd bumped it back enough times and were like, it's got yeah. to come out on this date just reading a thing where it's like eh, it's coming out fucked we'll get around to yeah. it yeah like, are you fucking kidding me well i'm surprised they didn't actually use that in the statement and be like we don't want to overwork our workers oh. we're gonna take the time that it it's- god that would have been good. I, I bet yeah, they right? are too though i bet they can't say that of because course. i bet they're all sitting around they're going like we're trying to cram a thing into something that wasn't built for it yeah. and it yeah. sucks anyway and everyone hates working on it yeah but yeah. I'm inter- I genuinely am interested because it's easy for the three of us to say this. We're three people who are not re- interested in the game at all. Yeah. I don't think going to play it and, no. and work I, from the beginning. I'm thinking that I might purely because of this. <laughs> right, sure. right. 
And I like I wanted when I we thought it was going to be a single player game, like a New Vegas yeah. add on to to fi- uh, four, five, four. <laughs> Uh, I was excited and then immediately I was not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this just doesn't look like my type of game or a good version of that type of game anyway. Yeah, yeah. yeah, It just, everything that could be shit about it seems to be. Yeah, including the basic building blocks. And like from people who've played preview events of it who are into this sort of game or into Fallout or into this game, they're all like, oh, it's a bit Mm. not there anyway. Mm. Yeah, well, we'll find out. Yeah. Uh, I might play. I might do the beta though for for this. Sure. For, for, I think yeah. you have to have pre-ordered the game. Oh, well, then I'm not going. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, boys, what have we been playing? Uh, I've been playing a game, mm. little game called Soap Making 2002. <laughs> whenever that movie came out, 98, 99. Uh, it's 99, I reckon. Yeah, yeah. it is. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. 99. Let me yeah. think of it as a 90s movie. Strikes well, me as an early 2000er. It's a Matrix 99 as well. Like yeah. 99, that was a bunch of weird... Um, the year of, of the fucking douchebag young male. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, big year for that, yeah. 99. Reality is not what you think it is. <laughs> it is. Yeah. You're the only one who gets it. <laughs> I remember I'm, my friend, uh, his older brother going to see it at the cinemas mm. and him and you know being underage and so not being able to go, but my friend being like, we've got to try and see it, man. Like he was saying, it's about these guys just like... It's called Fight Club and it's, so it's that. They just go around getting into fights with people and being like, that sounds cool. The Blair Witch Project, The yep. Sixth Sense. Phantom Menace. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, American Beauty. Yes. Justifying that. Mm. Everything about that. Um, mm. Oh, holy shit. Austin Powers? No. Toy Story 2. Ah. Yeah, the worst Toy Story. It is. <laughs> uh, American it's still really Pie. good though. Yeah. American Pie. Yes. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, I like being John Malkovich. Oh, that's being, one of I love being John Malkovich. I love yeah. Magnolia. Yep. Yeah, I haven't watched it for a it's while. An it's an important year. Like, uh, and I do yeah. like, I, I do love like half those movies. Yeah. yeah. The Spy Who Shagged Me. Wow. There you go. There it is. There yeah. you go. Yeah, wild Wild West. Fuck wow. yeah. I, yeah. Wiggity, wiggity, Wild Wild West. <laughs> this I, is it. Genuinely, the first time I went and saw that movie, I loved it. Same. Me too. I, uh, man. Yeah. Kevin Klein, very funny. Yeah. Kevin Klein's real funny. Fish yeah. called Wonder. Anyway, yes. I've been playing In Soul Calibur Six. <laughs> yeah. The movie In and Out. Oh, the Another movie. one that's dated extremely well. Yeah. You know who has yeah. almost as much range as Kevin Klein? Whom? Is the character creator in Soul Calibur Six. Oh, yeah, yeah. Almost as much range. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, that no f- one has as much range as Kevin <laughs> Klein. Uh, Soul Calibur Six is real fun. It's a fighting game. It's like, okay. Do have either, have either of you ever played any Soul Calibur games? One of the very early ones, yeah. Right. Yeah. I loved the first one and the second one. I haven't. One. <laughs> <laughs> you also haven't had conversations before. <laughs> I'm Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> we must have hit reset on him, I think. <laughs> what yeah, region are we in? <laughs> this is what I do when I'm on the shop floor. <laughs> People are waiting to buy one of me. Uh yeah, Donkey it's, Kong. <laughs> it's, a, it's a pretty straightforward fighting game. You've got yep. the, the basic way it works and how all of them have worked is you've got four main moves. You've got your horizontal. It's a weapon thing. Yeah. So you, every character has a weapon. Mm-hmm. You can slash horizontally. Kevin weapon, his biting wit. His comedic talent. <laughs> <laughs> a horizontal slash, the equivalent of a jibe from Kevin Klein. Yep. Yes. Vertical slash, <laughs> yes. sort of a witty... Uh, riposte. Riposte from Kevin Klein. 
You've got a kick or like a physical it's attack. Be two more, yeah. sort of. Uh, a bit of like a a hip thrust, a dance move. A, like a no more like a jaunty story. Ah, there you go. Where like yes. it's a little bit risque, yes. but not enough to put anyone off. Yeah, and he's rude to the waiter halfway through. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This game and then sounds awesome. You've got a guard, <laughs> which is Kevin Klein going. No, <laughs> I've got the floor. <laughs> okay, all right. And so th- you've got those sort of moves and they work in like a rock, paper, scissors thing. Yeah. A bit where you're moving in eight direct. It's really fluid three-dimensional movement. Mm-hmm. So you're stepping around and if you do a horizontal, you'll get them if they step to the side, but it's not as powerful. Right. If you're doing a vertical, it'll hit them really hard, but they can dodge out of the way and so on. Right. I always thought that looked really, Soul Calibur looked really cool because it was one of the only games that made the leap into... You know, 3D. Yeah. So when Mario, you know, when around when everything was going 3D and fighting games sort of never did. They were just like polygons, but still 2D. But still, you, yeah. you can only That's move right. left and right. Well, and yeah, I always te- thought it was cool that it was one of the few ones that went. No, you can move all yeah. around. The space. You could like Tekken, step up and back a little bit in Tekken. Tekken, yeah. The side steps from three yeah. onwards, you can go left and right, but and only slightly. And it, and it was always just like a little less key than it yeah. is in this. Yeah, yeah. And so that's the basic thing where it's just real. You f- it feels, because it's so physical, you don't feel that fighting game thing of like, okay, and what's the command I'm meant to do here and how am I meant to do it? It feels a lot more like you can make a decision about I'm going to step to the side and then get this motherfucker from over here. Sure. Mm-hmm. Getting that motherfucker, it's a good feeling. Yeah, yeah. So then there's a whole bunch of extra fighting game bullshit on top of that. <laughs> right. Where it's like, uh, I don't remember the specific which ones are which term, but there's like reversal edges and um, others. And so that's like you can push a combination of those buttons, but it's just on the shoulders as well if you want. Right. Mm. Uh, to start a thing where it's like, Almost literally a rock, paper, scissors. Well, go slow motion for a second. You both put in a button, and depending on what the other person's chosen, you either win or lose. That was in. It, what's it fucking called? Injustice 2, I right. think. Right. Oh, yeah. there was something similar like that. Or maybe. It, that was Dragon like you were charging fighters. up your. Um, Meter or something, and it depended on who had more meter, and you yeah. made a bet on it so, or whatever. Something like yes, yes. Yeah. So it's kind of like that, but more like I reckon he's going to do a punch, so I'll do a swipe, right? And then punch beats swipe beats punch, right? But so it's like a two-way quick time event or something, kind of, and it sort of sucks, right? I kind of hate it because if you're playing against anyone who's not physically with you, mm-hmm. there's no way of. Intuiting what they're going to do, you can pretend that there's any sort of mind games to rock paper scissors. Yeah, and like there's professional competitive rock paper scissors mm. where people are like, "No, if it's three rocks in a row, he's going to throw rock again." Sure. It's like Billy, don't risk it. <laughs> but like, fuck those idiots because oh, wow. it's completely random. <laughs> fuck competitive rock paper scissors. <laughs> fuck competitive a bold rock paper call. scissors. You know what I say to that? Dynamite, motherfuckers, <laughs> yeah. beats all. Yeah. How come none of them have done that yet? <laughs> anyway. Um, there's a bunch of shit like that where your meter's charging up and then you can use this much for a special attack or you can charge yourself into a different mode where you can attack different... So it gets pretty complicated right. at some point, which is always the thing with fighting games where I end up going like, fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not I, I, I'm not a savant. Yep. I can't remember well, all of these fucking arrows yeah. Yeah. pointing in all these directions. And why are you making it <laughs> G? What, it means guard, I get it, but it's the X button on this controller, uh, so fuck right, you. Right, right. Yeah, that's I don't, it's, it's always bothered me where it's like A, B, G, and K. <laughs> like, 
you know what the controller looks like. Yeah. Make it look like that. <laughs> <laughs> Who's doing A, B, G, and K? Soul Calibur. Oh, like God. the A attack is horizontal, B is vertical, G is guard, and K is kick. Oh, that's oh. a nightmare. And on the yeah. uh, an arcade cabinet, it makes sense because you can number them whatever. You can give them right. any letter. Right, okay, And who yeah. gives a fuck? Yeah. Oh. That's just them not wanting to do any new design mm, for yeah. between and there's a sec- Xbox and PS. There's a yeah, second yeah. little menu where you can go into and it'll say like, I mean square. <laughs> but like the idea that it's like this dirty little secret that you have to dig into to yeah. figure it out. But anyway. It's for the purists who, yeah, love, love the arcade cabinets. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, but it's all that sort of shit like quarter circle this way and hold this and do all of that and then yep. does a different move. Yeah. But it does feel very good and it's mm. and you can kind of get away with not knowing heaps of it. So that's the basic fighting thing. And it's good. It's fun. It's a little overcomplicated in points, but not to the extent that a lot of fighting games go. Yep. So even if you think that fighting games aren't for you, this might be something that is a little more approachable. It's not a Marvel Capcom level of like, No, it, yeah, yeah, it's not fucked up or it's like you got seven gems and all these fucking things and it's like... <laughs> right. Yeah. Are you B style or Alpha Third style? And like, <laughs> who do you think? It, and people like that sort of shit, so good sure. for you. Yeah. But at the same time, mm. like you're losers. Yeah, but no, it's not even. Lo- it, I I feel I like that's a loser what you for saying. not being able to remember it. It's I like feel if like you're into it, yeah. you're obsessed and you're playing it nonstop and you're exactly. only playing those games, or you have literally no interest. Exactly, whatsoever. you're yeah. either super into it or you're pushed away from being able to. But this yeah. is sort of a middle ground. So then you've got um, that's that's the basic thing, and everything revolves around the fighting. Obviously, that's all you're actually doing in the game. But then there's a couple there's no of modes. dialogue options. So there's a couple of story modes oh. where one of them is called, I think. Story might be the okay. option. Okay. Can you and explain so, that? Well, uh, not easily. <laughs> There's seven types, basically. Oh, yeah, boy meets sure. girl. Yes. Boy versus world. Yeah. Fight club. Man's Matrix. mojo is stolen. <laughs> <laughs> um, the story mode is like each of the characters has their own sort of little story that you go through a pretty common thing and then there's one called Libra of Souls I'm more of a Virgo of Souls myself (laughs) I I like lists yeah and you're a virgin I like to list the number of people I haven't slept with (laughs) (laughs) and it's 7.6 billion sure sure Um, the that mode is like a longer story thing where you make a character and go through like this quest oh. going around to these different places on the map. And basically all it is is a bunch of different weird uh, parameters on fights. So it's oh, yeah. like in this one you're fighting on ice and you're slipping around. Or in this one you've got to keep them in the air for this number of seconds. And right. it's like little objectives That's cool. with yeah, this yeah. kind of silly story. It's the corniest, cheesiest shit. And it's all done through like pictures and text, right. some voice, but nothing like big production like Injustice or whatever. It yeah. doesn't. It's just like pretty low budget yeah. feeling and probably being. Mm-hmm. And so you're going through that. I made, I tried to make Borat for ages. <laughs> I really, really gave it a sincere go in the character creator, but I just ended up making that dude from Watchmen because it was really easy. Oh, yeah. Because there's like a race of people who just look like that and I changed him to blue. Oh, right. I was like, this is good enough. Fuck off. Yeah, yeah so the character creator <laughs> thing is the one that I've seen a lot of online. Yeah, people are yeah. really having a lot of fun making these absolute monstrosities. You can make some mm. fucked up shit. I've yeah. seen people making, yeah, their Pikachus and whatever. Yeah, right. like Simpson and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's that's fun and it's nice to go through this thing and you're like changing up your weapons and your armor and whatever. And it's like a good way to make the pretty 
repetitive nature of a fighting game engaging to a single mm. player thing. Mm. Because obviously the point of a fighting game is mainly competitive multiplayer stuff sure. for fun. Which is good. The multiplayer is fun. The online seems good. And I've been losing a lot. <laughs> but I've been winning sometimes. Nice. And that's what really counts. <laughs> Hell yeah. If you get 3% wins... Can't take that away from me. Yeah. No. Unless but I keep fighting and that goes lower. It doesn't matter how many times you get knocked down. It's how many times you ignore it and never admit it. That's yeah, <laughs> that's exactly right. Yeah. The so yeah, it, the the base of it is is good and it's of a specific type of game that most people will probably bounce off of, I think. I th- like even though it's an accessible fighting game, there's been like a bit of a renaissance of them lately. Mm, yeah. It's getting to the point where I think it's becoming again like, oh, okay, this is more fighting game. Yeah. And this is a good one. It doesn't look great, weirdly. Those right. Soul Calibur games have always looked really good, but this one is just like a little not on the cutting edge comparatively to the other yeah, ones. Yeah, right. So it looks fine. Mm. Just there's been so many good-looking games recently yeah. that I think it's just struggling for me. Um, the characters are all good. It's mostly old ones from the other games. There's like one new guy that I can remember off the top of my head who's fine. Yeah. Looks a bit silly. And Geralt? it's mainly old ones. And then Geralt is yeah. the guest character. Mm-hmm. They always have like, so they've had like fucking Darth Vader and whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And he's, he fits really mm. well. His voice actor is real weird because mm-hmm. it's the main guy I, for most of it, I right. think. I might be wrong about this, but he sounds weird in a fight. He's like, oh, I'm normal Geralt just before the fight. And then in the middle of the fight, he's like, ha! And you're like, well, that's not you. What are well, you doing? that same actor could have – I mean, you just did both of those. Yeah. So the same actor who does his voice could have done both of them. Holy motherfucker. <laughs> Maybe they were like really hurting him in the in the vocal booth. <laughs> and that's how he reacts. Could be. He broke My, character. I'm playing as Mitsurugi mainly because I played as him in the first couple and I like kind of remember his moves. Mm. And he has one move where he's like a samurai dude. Mm. And so he'll do a lot of like swipe and like those sort of noises. And there's mm. one if you do this like it's just a bonk on the head yes. with the sword and go, cunts. Oh it really sounds that's like he's a saying naughty cunts. little that's treat for daddy. Great. That's dude. nice. And if you're if you win you go cunts, cunts. <laughs> and then every Everyone thinks they're a cunt. Wow. Because you're the winner. Yeah. No one can tell me that I <laughs> was wrong to blow up that bank. Me. <laughs> cool. Tyler Durden, the big reveal. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, I remember. <laughs> but, yeah, it's fun. Um, it's But don't expect it to be any sort of revolutionary thing. It's more like a return to form of those old ones if you liked them back in the day. Mm. But if you've ever not liked a Soul Calibur, you probably won't like this one. Right. Mm-hmm. Ben, what do you got? I got a bunch of stuff this week. Yep. I'm going to I'm going to rattle through them. Okay. So, the first thing I'm going to talk about, <laughs> I'm going to very shakily describe <laughs> them. <laughs> Get me on the minecart, boys. Uh, first game is an Australian developed game mm-hmm. called Florence, and it is basically a dating sim telltale story kind of game. What machine is this for? This is for the phone. Ah. Oh, the telephone. <laughs> Florence is on what machine? Hmm? Oh, the singer. The band, the even. The singer and the band. Right. Fleetwood the Mac. Pop, yeah. Is it even yeah, yeah. a band or is it just Florence and the Machine is her? I think that. Well, yeah. Or is she Florence that. and the Machine is the kind of the, band. the whole kind of oh, maybe. thing. But I feel like the members of the Machine are, you know, there's probably there's been line ch- lineup changes that no, yeah. you know, no one cares. It's the sure, Easy Street sure. Band. Yeah. Is it Easy Street Band? Easy Street. short for Easy. I know that. I met Bruce. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Bruce, what was he like? Dude, he told me to tear down this fucking society. <laughs> <laughs> what? Anyway, it's uh, Florence. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay, I'm back in. It's, uh, yeah, it's Australian developed. It's basically uh, like the 
chapter by chapter of a romance developing. Okay. So he plays this oh, like uh, this is from a little while ago, a few months ago. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, not yeah, I remember this. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, or I think it came out like two weeks ago. Oh, okay. I'm wrong then. I'm thinking of something else. I think. Okay. Or it came out three months ago. I okay. don't. I don't know for sure. All right. Um, but I heard about it recently. It's uh, sort of like line drawing, cartoon style. Yep. Um, yeah, you play as this woman called oh, I forget what her name is. <laughs> <laughs> Good bit. Uh, you like meet a guy in a park. You like go on dates. Like it's I'm about like two, uh, like halfway through Act Two. I'm mm-hmm. assuming out of three acts. And so it features like it has stuff like, you know, you like brush your teeth by swiping up and down on the on the screen, like right. you. But like the the most interesting thing that's happened so far is you go on a date and you to piece together your conversation. You've put puzzle pieces together to form a, a speech bubble. Right. As a date goes on, the pieces get bigger and bigger, so it's an easier and easier conversation that flows more ah, and more naturally. Unrealistic. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and like, Valentine's Day, by the way, came out of this year. Yeah. Okay, ago. so that's fucking ages ago. Yeah, yeah that yeah. is that is this is the one I'm thinking of. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um but yeah, I thought that was really smart. That's about where I'm up to. So I'm pretty right. early on in the story, I assume. Uh it has really nice music. It's like I really like the art style. Yep. It's just a real pleasant experience. Yeah, yeah. Um for so now, I'm sure this dating game won't go wrong at any point. <laughs> I'm sure that nothing yeah. will deletes all my contacts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the game itself starts checking your phone. Yeah. <laughs> Who's Lisa? Um <laughs> the next time you turn it up, it just won't talk to you. That's great. That's fucking <laughs> great. Fuck. If that Someone should make that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone do that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Florence, it's a really pleasant time so far. Awesome. Uh, a not so pleasant time, but much <laughs> more enjoyable for me. Yep. Has been Reigns colon Game of Thrones. Yeah. Reigns is in R A I N S or R E I G N S. I don't remember. No, it's uh, R E I G N S. Right. Yeah. Uh, My friend Pete texted me about this saying, uh, your friend's. Ben and Adam might enjoy this mm. because of their Game mm. of Thrones podcast. And I yes. thought, oh, fuck, I'm doing all the work here, am I? <laughs> yeah, cool. I'll message them and let them know about this precious game yeah. that you probably have shares in or something. <laughs> uh, so no, thank- he listens every week and he, uh, yeah. Yeah, he sent this recommendation over. Thank you, Pete, because I really enjoy it. So I don't know. The Reigns is a is a game that's already existed. This is like a special. Yeah, I've you know, never heard of this before. Yeah, yeah, me neither. Uh, the and what original, is Game of Thrones? Uh, <laughs> well, you either win or you die. I understand that completely. <laughs> I feel like that. Fight Club it. Two. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I get totally. it. Um, oh, is Game of Thrones a Fight Club prequel? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's a lot of fighting. Yeah. There's not a lot of credit cards, so it's like, yeah. God, they've started way before 1999. It's <laughs> going to take a long time to catch up. Um, but yeah, this Reigns game, I assume it's it's it's. Well, I, I like kind of yeah looked it up to see sort of what the original was and yep. it seemed extremely similar like this is a real licensed re re you know rebranding of, mm-hmm. of this game but it the mechanics are basically like tinder right so it's yeah left for no or a negative decision or a, i'm going to throw you in jail yes for i agree or i'm going to do something that benefits you and you play as the king Right, or and so it like advisors are coming to you, just going like, "Hey, motherfucker, That's, I reckon more wheat." That is exactly what it is. That is You're a like, sick yes, idea. Yeah. I want to fuck wheat. <laughs> yeah. Not call it again. So <laughs> I think the first character you play as is Tyrion, uh, and yeah, it's like, "Hey, you're Tyrion. You're the king." Mm-hmm. Of the, of everything, 
And uh, here we go. And so, yeah, your first advisor comes to you and it's all, it'll all be random every single time. It's yep. like, hey, right. you're at war with the Greyjoys. Uh, do you want to like do some diplomacy <laughs> or do you want to fight them? You're at war with the great man. <laughs> like, this doesn't sound very Game of Thrones. I think they've just slapped on a lazy skin no, and not really done their research. That is absolutely how they talk in Game of Thrones. The yeah. Queen's champion. Ah, <laughs> uh, here he is. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you're at war with the great man, and yeah, but it's like you can uh, su- surprise attack, or you can ask them if they want to have peace. Okay, and uh, obviously those decisions build on that relationship as it goes, mm. and there's other people you can ally with, and you know you're constantly making these yes or no decisions mm-hmm. that are building towards stability or or death. And the way that is shown is like there's a icon for like military, an icon for like religion. An icon for something else, and an icon an for icon like money. An icon for religion. <laughs> oh my god! Wow. What is what? It, do, does it feel? Because you're just getting all the every How time. How does it feel? <laughs> every time you're playing it, you're getting a random yep. setup. Yeah. So does that feel like you're? At the mercy of a dice roll? No, because every decision you make influences visibly these four icons at the top of the screen. Right. So every single decision, it will either like make one higher or make it lower. Right. Uh, it doesn't always affect all of them. Frequently, it's just one or two. And do you know exactly how it's going to affect it? Uh no, but you can in, like you can tell. So like if you're deciding to tell like the Grand Septum guy that you don't want to rebuild, you know the the Sept of Baylor, yeah. and there's a, a little like indicator above religion, it's going to go down. Yeah, yeah. So it's 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 relatively easy to to, to tell what's going to happen. But that's what I would I wouldn't want to just go like religion plus two, da, 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 you know, like sure. boil it down to the actual mechanics of it, and it'd just be trying to level out those numbers at all times. Well, yeah, and you don't know how much it's going to impact right. at each time, and the basically the goal is to go go for as long as you can uh so for as many moons um without dying and you always die like you always die every single time right it's just you've let economy go too low so the bankers have come and like they've killed you or religion's <laughs> gone too high and they've taken over the city and they've you know sacrificed you right can you win at all I don't know. Like, can you kill the Greyjoys or whatever the goal at the start is? I assume they gonna they're gonna keep dealing up a new random pack of cards, right? And go like the Greyjoys are dead. Congratulations, here come the Tullys. Absolutely, and, yeah. And you're just going for yeah. the high score, basically. Yeah, time, exactly. Basically. Yeah. That's cool. And so you play it through a certain like a certain length of time, and it'll unlock another character. I don't know how you like how the characters affect the gameplay because it's like you play for Tyrion for a while, then Sansa gets unlocked. You play for Sansa and then Cersei, and like there's about I think maybe nine or so total. And are you getting different advisors and different situations in with the different characters, or is it like the same sept septo guy shows up and he's like, "It's me again." I, I, oh. Hey Tyrion, Sansa. Um, I can't. It's hard to tell, but there's like a lot of different. Um, uh, mixes and matches and sort of setups. Okay. Um, you recognize them as they come up again, but the order and the implications are, seem to be different every time. Um, so, yeah, I really like it. I find it really addictive. Uh, it's, yeah, it's, it's stay alive as long as you can. But, yeah, that, I'm not sure how the characters that you play as impact the, the gameplay. Right. It, just, it also throws up little goals and stuff and little sort of milestones and story moments that you, you hit. Mm-hmm. I think the longer you stay alive for. Okay. But I've only played it for like a couple of days and um, I still am really into it. 
Cool. How long have you played? I refuse. That's why I ride on this. <laughs> is the regular is is reigns without the is it so is it what what's the theme of it if it's not Game of Thrones? It's I think it's just like you're a king or a queen and you okay, go right. as long as you can. But reigns the original game is like a is like a roguelike where you die. The story that you played through is still the story that's happening. You just become the next king. Oh, and, and it's so like they, that's first king's son or whatever. Exactly, right. totally. And that's the history. It's a persistent history, which yeah. sounds kind of more interesting. Yeah, it does. Yeah. This is more arcadey. It kind of re- refreshes every time. And when you're right. sick of that thing or whatever, or it gets to the final year or however it works in that game, being able to go back and go, oh, I remember doing mm. all that would mm. be cool. Yeah, that's so, cool. So yeah, I'm keen to play the original, but I really like this. Is like more of like a real snackable. Like this is a real tram game. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. cool. A little cool. single player card game. Yeah, yeah, totally. Nice. Uh, have you ever uh, played anything this week, Tommy? Uh, yeah, I played Undertale uh, and yes. f- and finished it. Although I I don't know, I don't think I have finished it. Right. Which yeah is part of it. There's yep. it's a bit like multiple endings it, type yeah, of thing. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. yeah. So, That's not a spoiler to say. I don't think it's been out for like two years or something. As well. I mean, yeah, yeah. I kind of knew that when I played it, and mm. I I knew a f- I knew a decent amount about it when I started playing it, which I wish I. Hadn't have known, mm-hmm. but Wait. it's but it's kind of unavoidable at this point. So tell yeah. me, what has made you decide to play an older game in a year that it didn't even originally come out in? What 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 differences? <laughs> what what's happened to this game that has made you, Tommy, decide to actually play it? Uh, well, I have a video games podcast that I do, no. and I uh, hadn't played it before, so I figured I'd play it and uh, yeah, talk about it on the show. Okay, and that's I've the only heard, reason that now heard, is the time. What's the, uh, always heard good things about it. <laughs> what's what's the machine? I actually did play. I actually did play like an hour of it on the PC like a year ago. Right, and uh, just I can't remember why I didn't. I can't remember why I never played any more of it. I got up yeah. to that like first town that you get to, right. like the snowy town. Yeah. yeah, and I remember going like, "Ah, I'm I not had, into this." I had the exact same reaction. Yeah. So I, yeah. yeah, I played a little bit of it. Yeah, maybe a year and a half ago, and then in a Facebook group wherein someone posted a, about how they were a big fan of because this game has like a pretty big community of people who love it. Mm. Yeah, it's very very popular. Yeah, it was like a, basically an instant cult hit. Like yeah, it, and it's really one of those one person made this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So this, so someone uh, posted about it in a Facebook group that we're all in, saying like, "Oh, I've been replaying it on the Switch and like falling in love with it all over again." And mm. there was like a thread of people going like. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This is you know I'm so glad more people are playing this now. And I was like, ah, fuck, you know, I'll give it, I'll give it another go. And yeah, I really do not know how I feel about it. I, I mean, I liked it enough to finish playing it, like on yeah. one playthrough. Yeah, I will say that doesn't necessarily mean you like it. If you finish <laughs> playing something, it might mean you still fucking hate it. But for some <laughs> reason, finish Shadow of the, t- I mean, yeah, the tale. <laughs> but I'm, I'm pretty bad at. Like, like yeah, I'm pretty yeah. bad yeah. at sticking. I, I really this don't is an aberration the, for you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't really yeah. don't have the capacity to to bother going back to something uh, if I'm not enjoying it. Mm. Um, I can absolutely understand why you guys wouldn't have liked it mm. because it's an attempt at humour, and you guys <laughs> think you're funnier than pretty much anyone else around you at any given time. Correct. Okay, so you've heard my. <laughs> <laughs> one of us is honest, and one of us always tells a lie. No, I, <laughs> I'm telling the truth. You heard all my Tyler Durden callbacks. <laughs> None of them really hit. Um, I'm like me hitting someone's face when I want to destroy something beautiful. <laughs> Very good. What I do really like about it, so it's an RPG, and I think the thing that it does that's really cool is uh, in the combat, in when you're defending, when you're being attacked, it's you're basically in like a little mini bullet hell 
kind of mini game where yeah, you're controlling yeah. a little heart in the center of the screen and stuff's flying at you and you have to dodge that. Yeah. I think that's really cool because the big thing that has always kind of stuck with me with RPGs is that you don't when you're being attacked you don't get a choice. Mm. So you just have to take damage and that's kind of frustrating because it's like you don't feel like you have an option of mm-hmm. being able to evade it or whatever. I kind of like that this puts you in control a bit that you that it is you know that it is kind of up to you. Like yeah. you can have a skill level where you can dodge everything. I don't love everything like you know humor wise and story wise about it but i i do really like that it is just one guy's you know vision and thing that he decided to do mm. that kind of won me over right. enough that even like the bits of like the jokes and stuff that i thought were a bit you know clunky or not really me mm. i was like yeah but this is still cool that this is like a pretty fleshed out thing and it's it's very weird in a way that is very specifically one guy's style and sense of humour, which that, is what I ended up really finding endearing about it. You right. see, that was the thing I think that turned me off of it. The humour I didn't mind so much. I remember thinking that was okay. Mm-hmm. I just found that like aesthetic of it and kind of the story and what you were actually doing, like the, the little options that you have in the battles of like you can talk to them or whatever it was. Yeah. I can't remember specifically yeah. what you could do, but you could like console them or whatever. Mm. I was constantly confused by yeah. that game. I remember never really feeling like I had a grasp of what was going on, what I was meant to do, who yeah. any of these people were, why I was meant to be doing any of it. And, right, so and the, the little individual <clears throat> jokes were fine. Yeah, uh, It was just like I, I felt like I wasn't welcome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's exactly – I was going to say I was two at arm's length – from this game to really get into it. Yeah. I was, but I, I felt I, like I, that... It was kind of boring to me because of that. I was yeah. like, I don't understand what, what this game is, so I guess I'm not going to play it. There's, so when yeah. all, the ba- all the battles that you're in, you can just attack or yeah. you can. there's an act menu where you can like talk to enemies in different ways and it's and all your options are different for different types of enemies. Very persona-y sort of thing, but yeah. like a little more complicated and confusing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and they'll eventually kind of... You, you have an option to just spare them, so you can make it through the game without attacking uh, anyone at any point. Yes, and I don't know. I, I get what you're saying, like because I agree. Like that that arm's length thing of the menus coming up and it, it not knowing what you're meant to do at any time. Mm. But I kind of think that's the point. Like it, you mm. are, so you're a human that wakes up in this monster world, mm. and so you aren't meant to feel welcome. Like I think that's. I think he's kind of done that deliberately. To to yeah. deliberately confuse you as the as the protagonist of the game yeah. of like to convey that sense of you. I Which think that's true, os- but I also think that that's just a bad storytelling choice. I right. think that at the time this game came out, I wasn't I didn't want to play a game that was tricking me. Right, and I I was like, okay, I'm gonna go play something that's just fun. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah, that, yeah. That's the I remember that being the mood I was in. I definitely remember thinking like, this will probably come together or be obvious why this happened, <laughs> or it'll tell me like you shouldn't have done this because then this is why that happened. You know, like, sure. And I yeah, I couldn't be fucked with it, <laughs> and it was more because it, like I I'm totally okay with that sort of thing happening, mm. but it just like wanted me to put all the work in mm-hmm. to get past the fact that like who's this lady what's this person who why does this look like this where am i Mm -hmm. uh and it wasn't it didn't feel fun lost it didn't feel like yeah you know what i mean i felt lost but just not in a i yeah i kind of i'm glad i like i pushed through the point that i had been at when i first played it Mm. and once i got deeper into it i did because it is the the story and where it's progressing and you know where you're heading is kind of so weird at all times that I just ended up enjoying kind of 
seeing where it went. And there are big yeah. stretches of it that are kind of like a visual novel almost where right. it'll trick you and it'll put you in these battles where you just get destroyed and you absolutely cannot win. But, like, that's the point. Like, you right. sort of go, fucking hell. And then it, you think you're about to see the game over screen but then a little thing comes up. And yeah. I, once I settled into the, the back end of it especially is is very, like – you know, walking simulator visual novel. It, mm. Towards the end of it, it reminded me a lot of Doki Doki Literature Club. Right. Where it's it becomes aware that it's a video game and it is kind of breaking the fourth wall a lot where I was just kind of like, all right, I'm just on a little roller coaster here. Sure. And I'm just going to strap in and just kind of like yeah. punch through this and sort of see what happens. We should point out that there will be kind of spoilers for this. But like <laughs> if you've played... Well, like, I think we said that at the start. And yeah, how, many, the start. how many people... Have, were, have not had some way to play Undertale for... Totally. Like the Switch seems to be the... Or I guess it's... I don't know what it's on, but I think it's on the PS4 at least, and it's definitely sure. on the PC. But so, and it's yeah, started it's on the been PC. like five bucks for ages. You know, it's yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it started it's on the accessible. PC, and then it's been on the PS4 for a little while, and then it it came to the Switch like a couple of months ago. Right. Yeah. 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 I don't know. It just, like, do you think if I and as I'm sure someone will be ridiculing me for right now, like mm. that bit I got up to is probably an hour in or something. Yep. But if I didn't enjoy the lead up to that. Do you think I will the rest of it or do you think it's kind of like... I think that all the rest of it is, yeah, is interesting enough. It was to me because it wasn't to me originally and right. I was just like, ah, not for me. And then purely it was because of... I, I know you're trying to mock me for just <laughs> having the gall to buy something on the Switch. <laughs> but uh, it was purely a... Yeah, seeing that thread in that group. Like yeah. there are a few people in there... And uh, our friend Angus Truscott from HeyFam playing it as well and him mm. really, really loving it and me going, what, so what is it about it? And he's like, the, mu- the music is really good the and the style and, the, and just knowing that it's just this one guy. And by the end of it, I found the, the, the story and the weirdness of it. it. It kind of goes into this sort of really like deeply affecting kind of place mm-hmm. that, that, you know, spe- it's the kind of the things that it's bringing up with things that – really resonated with me and a lot of things I've been sort of like thinking myself at mm-hmm. the moment. So it it kind of is like God. a combination of things. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> it kind of is a real cultivate combination of things of like of of yeah, I don't know. Like I I by the end of it I was really, really into it. That said it it sort of get so there's there's kind of a couple of different ways you can play it. And it at the end it sort of reveals to you like, oh, you know, here's here's you know what's actually been going on. Yeah. Right. And it does – it. so you finish and it challenges you to kind of go back and go through again by not killing a single person. Yeah. And then I believe once you've done that, yeah, you can then do a third run where you just go and you absolutely just kill everyone and the endings kind of change. And I think stuff mm. changes each of the way through. So I was really enjoying it up until the ending – but then it put that on me and I was kind of like, I'm not doing that. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't right. really want to play through it again. Yeah. Like I know some stuff will be different but it's like – Maybe you look it up on YouTube. Or yeah. Probably, yeah. yeah. And it's also – I just have a thing and it, I have this with everything. Once I've seen the credits, yeah. my brain just goes, well, I'm done. If you yeah. accidentally skip forward on a DVD. <laughs> yeah, oh, the worst. When I used to rent videos and the other person hadn't rewinded them, I'm like, oh, I can't watch this. <laughs> yeah, that was an overnight too. It's gone back. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's a game that I – Probably will watch the endings of on YouTube. Like, I, it's, yeah. And yeah, I mean, to quote the great man, it's fine. Like, yeah. I, I did, I liked all the stuff about it, but I'm, I'm not going to be someone sitting here going, you absolutely have to play it. Like, yeah. I think it's cool and I, I think it 
does a lot of stuff really well. Mm. Yeah. And I think it's very impressive that it was one guy that did it. But yeah. I, d- I don't think it's like, you know, I don't think it's the best game ever made. Okay. Like I think it's, I think it's an impressive achievement. Mm-hmm. It's one of those ones that definitely with the cult following and everything, it has just a certain aesthetic to it where if you gel with it, then you're like, fuck yes, this is me. Yeah. And if you don't, then you're like, all right, Invader Zim's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, the main thing I liked about it was the way that the combat is done and the way that mm. you defend. I would love to see that put into a more kind of fleshed out RPG that is a more straightforward RPG where, yeah, you get this option of being able to dodge mm. attacks in this way. I think that was really cool and that was the thing. And that and so that style that that is done in changes for every enemy and by the end there's some really weird ones that come up and right. it keeps changing that up. So that's kind of constantly developing. That was the bit about it that I liked the most that kind of kept me kept me going all the mm. way through. Anyway, that's Undertale. Sweet. Yeah. I've got one more game. Uh, be quick about it. <laughs> no, I'll uh, take as long as I want. Uh, it's I a, have to get a train. Well, you shouldn't have been. No, you were on time. <laughs> uh, this is a game that I'm really enjoying. I'm quite early on in. It came out. This is the game I was thinking of that came out like a week and a half ago. This is Return of the Obra Dinn. Uh, it is a mystery game. Mm-hmm. It's a first-person style, but the visual like aesthetic is this like etched, apparently like half-hand-drawn, old-fashioned sort of Amiga Two, yeah, like, like fucking old ass uh, computer. Yeah, yeah, Commodore sixty-four. You can actually change the filter ah, to cool. like Apple Mac, Commodore sixty-four, ZX, like. Uh, few really old ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the basic thing, the premise is you're an insurance investigator and this old ship has arrived in like the early 1800s. Tell me more! <laughs> <laughs> and everyone on the ship is dead. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, tell, no. He said, tell him more. Take as long as you want with this review. <laughs> yeah, okay, he really yeah. wants to know. Spare no detail. <laughs> you get given a book that is empty. Yeah. But it has like chapter headings. Uh, and you get given this compass that's like a magic compass. And you go on the boat, you see the first dead person, you use the compass, boom, you're in the past, you hear what happened, and then you see a static tableau of the moment of their death. 3D tableau that you can move around. You can move around, you right. can search around, you like focus on a character, and then it like takes you to the book, and you start to figure out who they were, how they were killed. Yep. There's 60 people on the boat. And it sort of leads from one to the next to the next to different scenes, different parts of the boat. And the goal is basically to figure out how every single person died. And the music is very effective. It's very evocative. The style is really cool. You, it, at first, it, it is a little bit arm's lengthy because it's yeah. so extreme. But like by 15 minutes in, I was just in. I was in there. I was in the game. I've got like a little bit of nostalgic attachment to that type of visual style too. Mm. So I, it's this is the same guy who did Papers, Please. Yes, it is. Yes, which was like fucking seven years ago or something. That game now. Yeah. I, yeah. Or a long time, maybe not that. Which is crazy. But yeah. I love that game. It's I I've only played a little bit of Papers, Please, but I really liked it. I yeah. came in very late, but. This, I'm on the ground floor and I'm loving it. It's really cool. The sense of discovery and like solving stuff is mm-hmm. so real. Like I've always wanted to play a game like this where you're like really a detective figuring shit out. There was some, the like Batman VR game. Oh, yeah. 
had some detective shit where you're like rewinding a 3D hologram and doing that, and it was fucking cool as hell. Yeah, this, being a detective yeah. is sick. Oh, and this this <laughs> this isn't just like looking around until you're you highlight the thing, yeah, and then it tells you the answer. She goes like nail clippers. Well, me as the character, I figured out exactly what they're for. You just found a fucking yeah, pair of nail clippers. Yeah. this is actually like cross referencing shit. Yeah, looking through this book, going like that face is in that drawing, and that person is. In that, like, it's genuinely, like, deduction stuff. Fuck yes. Uh, and, yeah, like I said, the style, the music, the, the writing is really cool. So I'm loving this game. I highly recommend it. What's it's, it on? Uh, Mac and PC. Right. It's Steam at the moment. And I've, I'm just playing it on my MacBook Air and it runs perfectly. So, Great. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. Very fun. I'm, I'm going to get into that at some point too. Mm. Probably in a few weeks. <laughs> sure. Sure. Uh, well, yeah, that's us done for another week, folks. Come check us out at PAX 5pm on the Sunday at the Ibis Theatre. Uh, the Bandcamp episode is up now. Filthycasuals.com.au for links to all our socials and all that kind of stuff. You can get in touch with us. We love hearing from you guys. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. And as we say at the end of every one of these... You've listened to this podcast at a very strange time in my life. <laughs> From that film I kept talking about. I was hoping you were going to sing the Pixies. (laughs) Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.